Bonanas for Bonanza with Dalton Wilcox is out now. Listen to cowboy poet Dalton Wilcox and his guests recap Bonanza every other Monday. Subscribe now on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Oh, man. I almost managed to chew this mouthful of apple before I had to talk. Hi, everyone. This is Yoza's Racist. Um, it's a racism. You get it. Um, podcast. I'm lost uh, because Tawny had to get on a plane this morning. Did I say my name is Andrew T? It doesn't matter. Um, but I'm here with just producer Alex and engineer Jordan. Hi, everybody. Are you going to talk? I mean, hey, I, I may as well say hi. I, I pressured you into talking. It was really scary. Oh. Um, are you going to talk again? Genie Me Too? I don't know anymore. Okay. I, I kind of like this. All right. Producer Alex, thanks for thanks for co-hosting what you are doing now. Well, great. Great. Happy to take the <laughs> gig. And <laughs> forced into this. Um, but Tani uh, is on a plane going somewhere to do a thing. She is. I don't, I, we didn't ask her beforehand what we could talk about, so I'm just going to err on the side of none of it. Just stay tuned. Yeah. Big Tony Newsom announcements coming soon. Yeah, but it's a thing, and it is a plane. We've said too much. <laughs> God damn it. Um, this is Yosis Racist, the podcast that oh, answers your racism questions. <laughs> Talk about news. We have a great guest later in the show, Usman Ali. But first, um, news. Uh, we're recording this on, quote, Super Tuesday. So um, like many of our political things. Actually, you know what? I, I feel like uh, in the past I've said, I don't know why we always do our political stuff, and but it doesn't come out. We record it before. And the reason is it's because we come out on Wednesday and election days are Tuesdays, and we record before election results are out. And that is the perpetual Yosis racist problem. Right. So if you live in a Super Tuesday state, you should have voted yesterday. Yeah. Vote yesterday. <laughs> um, I didn't realize that uh, polling places in Los Angeles were, or maybe all of California were, some of them were up in 24 hours. Yeah. I should have voted drunk last night. Did you, did you vote uh, at a poll or did you mail in? Uh, I have done neither yet. Okay. But by the time you listen to this, I will probably have done one. Andrew, <laughs> you got to vote. I'm going to go. I'm genuinely putting it off till the very last second because I don't, I don't want to. I, I guess I'm going to flip a coin. Okay. Because um, I just don't want to think about it. Well, you know, there's weirder ways to vote. Yeah. Everyone who is Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders is fine. Um, everyone else is not fine. And no longer in the race. <laughs> yeah, not in the race. You know what? Hmm. I'm going to vote for Andrew Yang. Okay. He's now, is he on the ballot in California? I'm he sure he must is. must be, yeah. yeah. He was on my mail-in ballot. Hell yeah. My ass is phoning for Andrew Yang. <laughs> this is a Yang Gang <laughs> podcast now. <laughs> what if I did that after all? I kind of want to. Um, let's see. Um, so what do we have for news? So political shit we're not going to talk about because, um, it is in our world hasn't happened yet. Um, I will say a little bit, um, I probably should have said this last week. Um, I know, um, weirdly someone, someone peripherally asked me, it was like, why is everyone at Earwolf so in the tank for, uh, Nithya, uh, Raman? Um, partially because she was on all our podcasts, partially because she's great. Um, but if I'm being honest, it was more the podcast thing. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I hope Council District 4 has had, have, had voted for Nithya Raman. Um, let's see, what else? Um, I feel like, weirdly, a lot of coronavirus stuff, um, which I don't think we have anything really for it other than like every time there's a pandemic. Oh, there was a new racist wrinkle. So normally the the um I feel like the racism for pandemic stuff falls down two things. One, it's Asian people are dirty. And number two, not into order, or the other one is 
African people are dirty. And producer Alex found a very good, um, or no, Tawny. Tawny Newsom. That's right. Co-host of this show. Found uh, a story that was basically um, uh, the tweet from France 24 was, with only three official cases, Africa's low coronavirus rate puzzles health experts. And basically, um, in in the story, um, <laughs> it... You know, it's one of the lesser appreciated catchphrases, in my opinion, of the show. But I feel like um, every time there's a pandemic um, and our world's general racism, a lot of people start saying shit that makes them sound like Nazi scientists, which is incredible. Um, So besides the general um, Asian people are dirty thing, there's been... uh, um, racists online speculating that maybe Asian people are genetically different, thus making them more susceptible to COVID-19. Not true. I mean, unlikely to be true. I guess it's possible, but that's not really how genetic variation works across races. Um, but I guess you never know. Um, um, but also, uh, the infection rate in uh, Africa is very low, and that is <laughs> troubling some proto-Nazi scientists. The line that Tani highlighted from the uh, uh, <laughs> from the uh, uh, article was. For certain infections, there may be genetic differences in susceptibility. There's no current evidence for that in COVID-19. I I think, by the way, the reason most likely, as I understand it, and as the physicians that I talked to have said, it's because Africa's fucking hot. There's a cold weather virus. Huh. Yeah. That's it. Well, got to the bottom of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, so that's a thing. Um, you can, and not all of Africa is hot. I know Africa is enormous, but, um, it's kind of hot right now, I guess. My point is you don't need to turn into a, what are the differences between the blacks and the Asians full on eugenics type of person to uh, explain all this. Um, but meanwhile, you have Jesse Waters, Waters from Jesse Fox Waters, News, his uh, goofy ass, very racist, great, demanded a, an apology from China. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he can fuck off. He's uh by far the funniest conservative and is an utter repellent hack. No, he's a full clown. Um he fucking sucks. But he's he was the one that though every time they try to do a uh, quote conservative daily show, he's always like in the mix. Sure. People think he's he's you know like a young racist. He's like a Young Bill, he's like a truly like a millennial Bill O'Reilly is is his jam. But he's the one that like um, many years ago took a family or took someone down to Chinatown or did an on the street segment in Chinatown. He's just a fucking racist asshole. Fuck him. Uh, Bill Mitchell, um, a guy who looks like he's made out of plastic, uh, another internet racist, um, tweeted a thing about just in the style of internet racists. Like I just heard, I don't know if it's true, but like Asian people have different lungs. <laughs> Lungs? Different lungs? <laughs> yeah. And that's why. There's <laughs> and he said this on the news? No, he said it on the Twitter. Uh, He's not a man that I don't think makes it on the news. Maybe he does. I don't know. Oy, oy, oy. Oh, yeah. This was, uh, this was all part of the um, uh, producer Alex late night depression jam. Yeah. <laughs> where you sent a bunch of shit. <laughs> <laughs> at like just after midnight and we're recording a little early today. Because I wanted it to be technically the day of. Mmm. That's the wanted fresh to get news. those hot new, news. news articles in. Um, so I didn't know that this happened initially, I guess because I don't watch TV, but I, I guess there is a uh, Target ad campaign um, basically just promoting, uh, you know, a black-owned business. Is that, is that fair? And, and it's sort of like uh, an advotainment sort of thing. It's like a, a pseudo documentary that is an ad, or not a documentary, but like a profile, I guess, piece of this um, company called The Honeypot. So so basically, uh, the, the company then is being inundated with Yelp reviews that are just fucking racist. Um, essentially playing the, uh, so one racist tweet is a review, I guess, uh, boycott honeypot company and target the racist white people hating comment, white people hating comments, not going to be tolerated. Um, 
and basically their their idea they're mad racists are mad at the idea of like promoting a black owned business and and sort of crying reverse racism. Um, the larger thing that this got me thinking about when I should have been sleeping mm-hmm. was um, often corporations go with the you can be racist against white people definition of racism. Like if you you know you can be fired for like saying fucking you know saying something anti-white mm. under the same rules often in many places that you can be fired for saying something racist right because it, it fails to um yeah, consider the entire yeah picture. they're just like like if you're if you're a biased you know so some level of bias against um any race right. is is on the table a- and i i actually wonder if this would will in any way influence corporations or whatever to like the fact is like however you want to define racism and i'm not saying like being biased against white people is like particularly good it's kind of fun. Look, it's my main character trait, but <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I get it. It's not like a healthy or smart way to live um, your life. However, um, pretending it's equivalent to being anti people of color is uh, a farce. And I just wonder if when, like, when when uh, corporate HR departments or corporate, I guess, PR departments in this case. Um, look at shit like this. Do they ever think like, hey, when we allow like saying, you know, fuck white people is sort of the equivalent of the N-word in terms of our corporate policy, is does it not troubling to them that like it's all repellent racists that are on one side of the coin and all normal people on the other side of the coin? Um, not all. Look, again, you can be anti-white in ways that are probably pretty bad. But <laughs> Maybe I'm just out. thinking. I'm just thinking of I, I guess people who are you know somehow link that to things like misogyny and homophobia and whatever. Well, right, because it's usually like a an outspoken group of like yeah uh, angry whites that are like, oh, you said something that is not inherently anti-white, but it's just yeah celebrating a black business. Yeah, this is racism. Yeah, and yeah. Guess what? Yo, that is not racist. Well, again, I'm happy to fucking have the conversation because that ambiguity, by the way, is the secret to how this podcast could exist. That's why it's an argument. That's why calling stuff racist makes people upset and not calling other stuff racist makes people upset. I'm talking about racist people. Um, so I don't know. That that was just the, that was the train of thought that that kind of ran through my head when I was because I I was like I just remember like they you know I, I feel so many corporate places make a big deal it's like any you can't say bad something bad about any race and it's just like well you know I in my opinion pretending that races have been treated equally is in and of itself racist. And I feel like stuff like this um, target thing, maybe, I don't know what their their ultimate response uh, is or will be or will have been, um, but surely you can see the proof is in the pudding. It's like when you um, countenance this idea of like, again, whatever you want to call it, but like the idea, the people that say, oh, you're being racist against white people are the worst people on earth. And the people that are saying, well, it's more complicated than that are not. And I'm just curious whether that will have an impact on a place like Target. Anyway, um, Tani's still on the plane. Actually, we don't know if Tani's on the plane. We assume she's on the plane. But last we heard, she was getting on the plane. Getting on the plane. Um, But previous to this, uh, we're able to sit down, Tani and I, with uh, Usman Ali. Very, very funny. Very... uh, I, I will admit, as someone who's only seen him on TV, like, significantly less intense in person. Than, oh, really? Yeah. Anyway, Usman Ali, fucking terrific. Here he is. What's up, it's your girl, Tawny Newsome. Hello. This is Andrew T. Our podcast, Yo, Is This Racist?, has some premium bonus episodes coming soon. On these bonus episodes, we'll be taking additional voicemails that are, quote, too hot too for the hot. main feed. That's right. Get your extra half hour of roasting racists every Friday starting <laughs> May 1st. What's that, Andrew? Toddy came up with a great name for this already. Yo, is this raciest? 
on Stitcher Premium. Uh, it's just us. It's just the Yo team. It's just me, Andrew, Matt. Maybe Jordan will pepper in here. Who knows? Maybe Kev. Maybe Kev will weigh in. It's going to be Any a family show. Thing could happen. <laughs> Absolutely. No guests, just voicemails. Some voicemails that are follow-ups or things that we didn't want to drop in the main feed because it's not normally what we do. That's what's going to mm-hmm. be in the Yo is This Raciest catalog. Oh, and if you're a racist that calls in thinking that we'll give you attention, we might just put you on Yo is This Raciest. So you have to sign up and pay money to get your little racist jollies. That's right. Now, if you don't have Stitcher Premium, I'm going to tell you something. You can go to stitcherpremium.com and use the promo code Yo for a one month free trial. How about that? That is dope. Yo, is this raciest premium bonus episodes coming out 5-1 on Stitcher Premium. For a free one-month trial of Stitcher Premium, use code YO. That's Y-O for a free month of Stitcher Premium. Howdy, folks. It's me, Dalton Wilcox, Poet Laureate of the West. I'm happy to announce that the City Slickers at Earwolf have finally given me my own podcast. It's called Bananas for Bonanza. In each episode, me and my co-hosts, Mutt Taylor from The Journeyman and Christian entrepreneur Amy Sleverson will discuss one episode of the classic television western series Bonanza. It's the only podcast you'll ever need about the only television show that ever was. Bananas for Bonanza is out now with new free episodes every other Monday. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to bonus episodes of Bananas for Bonanza only on Stitcher Premium. For a free month of Stitcher Premium, go to stitcherpremium.com and use the promo code BANANAS. Bananas for Bonanza. That's bananas spelled correctly. B-O-N-A-N-A-S. We were talking about your name and the pronunciation guides you give people. That's correct. What were you going to say? You were starting to tell a story and I interrupted you. Uh, No, I'm just, you know, my name is relatively straightforward. It's just two syllables. Uh, However, for some reason, it's uh, two syllables that people seem to have a hard time with, Mm -hmm. especially when I'm on a set, if I'm working on a television show. The worst thing that can ever happen is like the second AD gets my name incorrect. Yeah. And that just propagates like a virus. Because he's on the walkie or whatever telling everyone, Guzman's coming, you know. (laughs) Guzman? Yeah, yeah, Guzman. (laughs) I get Guzman. I've gotten Chrisman. My name is, so my name is Usman. This is our guest, Usman Ali. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Usman Ali. And. Uh, Welcome to him. Yeah, so I get them all. I mean, and also my last name, the way I spell it is A-L-L-Y, only because my dad literally just decided one day to spell it like that. When he was oh, translating snap. it from his own alphabet, Yeah, he mm-hmm. was like, oh, it makes more sense if it's A-L-L-Y as opposed to A-L-I. Oh. Not realizing that once he moved to the Western world, it would be like a girl's name. So. You and I have that in in mm-hmm. common a little bit. So my last name in Chinese um, is was transliterated with the system that was in use basically for a very short period of time from Uh Chinese to English. Uh So, so other people with my last name would be D probably, I think it's D I, Uh but, um, my dad immigrated to the U S in the short time when it was T I. Right. And there's not that many people with his last name. So like no one else on earth really has the English version of my name. What is it? Uh, just T. T. Yeah. But so, D right. in Chinese, yeah. Mm. And every every other Chinese person, which there aren't that many who have the same name, if if they were to get an English version, would be D-I. Right. So, yeah, my sister's the only Dr. T uh-huh. around and mm. forever. I Hell guess unless yeah. I get Unless lucky. you guys have children that are doctors. <laughs> yeah, that's not probably going to happen, but whatever. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Um, it's weird for me because uh, oftentimes yeah. if I go to like the doctor's office, as you were just talking about being at the doctor's, yeah. uh, they'll say Ali Usman and they'll expect mm. a oh, woman. And then sure. I stand up all oh. six feet, three inches. Yeah. And they're like, oh, what the fuck do you want? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's me, Usman <laughs> Ali. So interesting. Uh, it's not a girl named Ali Guzman. Yeah. I've also gotten Bruce. Just straight what? up. They're like, I'm like, my name's Usman. And they're like, Okay, great. And then eventually he's like Bruce Mann, and it certainly suddenly turns into like just Bruce. Oh, that's a weird. wild swing. Yeah, they just straight up renamed I mean, your ass. White people. I mean, you just here we like go. The, yeah, it's always white people. Here we go. But just the, so you know. the creep, the creep, just kind of happens, yeah. and then, well, it is a little bit like. 
hard to know when to step in. And you always have to sort of also sit on that that line of like, well, it's my name. I should make the effort to let them know and keep going. You know, people say, oh, if they can say Tchaikovsky, they can say your yeah. name, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's absolutely true. But also it just gets grating and tiring after a while. Yeah, I'm sure. And so you're just like, whatever, as long as it's relatively close, I'm fine. Yeah. You know, but then you know, my parents gave me this name. This name means something. Yeah. And it does have, you know, it must have had some meaning to them. So right. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, a con- continuous thing. I think Hassan Minaj just did a whole thing on this as well. He we talked saw to that. talked yeah. to Ellen. Yeah. And it was funny because I was I've always known his name as Hassan, mm-hmm. but it's always been said Hassan. So I was like, well, maybe he just Americanized it. But yeah. mm-hmm. apparently, he's felt the same way as I. Mm-hmm. He's been trying to get people to say it correctly for a while. Yes. Which well, we honor. That's we right. We try to. I mean, look, my 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 mom just gave me the laziest white person name. I'm just like, eh, Andrew's <laughs> fine. Who cares? Did she do it because she was like, I want you to fit in? Well, I have a Chinese name, yeah. uh, Di Yi Chong, um, uh-huh. but it's so it's just so uncommon, I guess. And mm-hmm. I've just always been Andrew, and I was born in America. So, right. but yeah, she doesn't give a fuck. She, my <laughs> sister's name is Angeline, and truly, she's told us multiple times that both of us were named because she got bored like twenty pages into the baby book and was like, just one of these is <laughs> just great. stay in the A's. Yeah, we're not doing it anymore. She went twenty pages deep and then went back to A. No, I think the first or 20 whatever, all A's. for first five or whatever. But she just was like, uh, da, 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 right. one of these is fine. There's a lot of A names. Yeah, because yeah. she named herself Alice at probably the age of, hmm. I don't know, 20 something. Wow. Um, yeah. Have you had a bunch of wild character names? I'm using this as a quick mm. segue to um, pimp out all the fabulous shows you've been oh, on. Yeah. Because in addition to. <laughs> Full disclosure, uh, we are friends. We've known each other yes. for a long time. But you've also been on some of my favorite television shows in existence. Yes, Veep. Veep. One of my mm-hmm. favorite television shows. Uh, new favorite television show, On Becoming a God in Central Florida. It's a very good show, yeah. You're fantastic on it. It's Thank a fabulous you. show. It's so weird. It's so funny. It is weird. It's touching. It? Yeah. It's all the things. Right. I love it. I highly recommend everyone watch it. Mm-hmm. Um you're also very good on a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> There's you, you do a lot. I do a lot of things. Yeah. Do you get character names? Do you get people trying to write character names that are uh, authentic to your ethnicity? Well, I mean, it's also about guessing what my ethnicity is. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. that's part of the problem. <laughs> I've had people try to approach me about it in different ways. You know, uh-huh. you know, we were just thinking that you don't really look. Uh, I mean, you know that you 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 know maybe you're like I don't know. What do you think about the name? You know, do you feel like a Brian? <laughs> yeah, you know, like. Uh, and and you know there was a time when honestly I'd be like no I don't want to play Imran and and I don't want to play these characters that have only got these brown guy names mm-hmm. uh, because I, but then I realized in fact it wasn't that I didn't want those names I just wanted more interesting characters yeah, because yeah. typically yeah. what was happening was those guys with those brown guy names weren't that interesting right and so Jim Tim and fucking Brian were much <laughs> more interesting so I was like I want to play Brian in reality I just wanted a character that was as interesting as those guys and then to still honor the fact that we can have a, yeah. a different kind of name in there so it's, it's there's been point. a level of growth for me as, as a person understanding what uh, how I want to you know represent myself but yes I mean I've had the best, I think, was literally, I booked a pilot last year that didn't go, and the producer was literally just like, look, I want to change the name. I don't think you're this, well, I don't even remember what it was, like, whatever. Maybe it was like a Brian or a Philip or something. And he just said to me, can you just come up with some names that you think work? And I was like, yes, I, I certainly can. Yeah, I can do and that. And so I you. changed the name to Sadiq, mm. which I thought was a nice name. And, and for them, here is the thing, I was still thinking about them, I was like, to make it easier, you could just call him Sid. Yeah, you're trying mm-hmm. to be accommodating. I'm accommodating. I'm, I'm pushing the brown, but not pushing too yeah, hard, yeah, yeah. right? I'm like, you know, you could just call <laughs> him Sid. Yeah. They're like, and they were all like, I like Sid. Yeah. <laughs> and so it became Sid. And then it didn't go, so it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter who you yeah. were when the show doesn't go. Oh, that's a sad thought. I yeah. think the, the main thing about naming people that I'm realizing more as a writer is just as long as you you don't have to start with the same letter as another main character, it right. is the godsend. Yeah. You just said, autocorrect, you're the S. <laughs> You're yeah. the D. You're yeah. the D. And I get right. a lot of them doing stuff like they'll change the last name to like a, what they think is a brown mm. guy name. Mm-hmm. So I was so, on Suits for a while and my character on that right. is Andy Malik. And so it was like Andrew Marshall or something, right? And mm-hmm. they're like, well, let's make it Malik because you're playing the role. But I'm still Andrew. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
okay. I mean, and I was like, well, you know, there's a lot of, and it was a lawyer who was like a you know district attorney or something. And I was like, well, there's a lot of like brown guys who will change their first yep. name just yeah. to get ahead, right? Especially in so I make sense of it that way. But I know that the people who wrote that were not thinking all that. Yeah. Mm, you know what yeah. I mean? They weren't thinking, well, maybe he did this to get ahead and to get to, right. no, no fucking way. <laughs> they were literally just like, let's just change the last name, right? But guess who's given the interviews about it later and gets to talk about the backstory? That's your ass. Me, so right. yeah, you get to push that narrative if you want. Sure. I mean, because there have been people who reach out to me like, why is your name Andrew if you're not <laughs> this, this Pakistani lawyer guy with the name Andrew. Mm. Like, I've had people on Twitter and stuff like, what the fuck is that all about? Right, right. Yeah. I don't respond. Yeah, no, you can't respond <laughs> oh, to things God. like that. Why are you named this? You're I like, know, yeah. do you get how this crazy industry works? <laughs> yeah. I'm just happy to work. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. Um, what else have you been up to these days? Uh, I've just been busy with my personal life. That's good. Yes. <laughs> uh, trying to. And good also, to focus on. yeah, sure. And just trying to keep my head above water with all this stuff. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I think, I mean, all the, you know, the politics and whatnot mm-hmm. yeah. and mm-hmm. crap going on. But, but also just uh, hoping to feel passionate in some way about the work that I do as an actor. Yeah. And sometimes you don't feel as passionate and you just want to cut the check, you know? Yeah. And that's fine too. But man, it would be nice to also feel really passionate. Thing, yeah. About, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, I agree. It always feels better when you're doing the thing you love, but you know that it's um, helpful in some way to sure people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you feel like you don't have that these days, or do you? I or, feel like I currently have that. I feel that's lucky. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's not. It's not always been the case, but I currently feel good. Right. So. Hell Shit. yeah. And it's not because of this bullshit. Yeah. I was like, wow, this podcast is... Nah. <laughs> no. I mean, you people are Good. very sweet, but... Uh... God, hell no. <laughs> All right, let's. right, should we do a voicemail? Yes. Let's, let's listen to one of these. Let's go with this one. Hi, I'm a uh, black male educator working in a urban district, predominantly black and Latino students, but also a small population, but a growing population of Asian students. Um... High school age kids. This is one student I don't necessarily know him that well. He's a Asian student. I've had um, pretty much great relationships with all my students. He's a younger student, so I haven't had a chance to work with him yet. And you know, I've noticed him around. I see him all the time, but I'm not necessarily on a first name basis with him. He approached me one day, and he asked me. Um, something, some, some question about, um, some class that he wanted to take, but he addressed me as Mr. Black Man. Um, <laughs> now there was a, a, a teacher that formerly worked at the school. He no longer, he no longer works at the school whose name was Mr. Blackman. And he was a white guy. Um, and I'm sure the, the student had him previously, but you know, that teacher is no longer here. And my name is not Mr. Blackman. <laughs> is that kid racist? <laughs> oh. oh, I love the calls that are like, drag this child. Yeah. yeah. We just love talking shit about children, is the important <laughs> bellwether of this Got podcast. To. Got to go Dunk nuts on a child. On children. Uh, I'm just going to, for the sake of making an assumption to have this conversation continue, which is. Maybe, I guess it's easier if we assume the kid's first language is not English. So otherwise, it's a pretty weird call. Oh. Right. Is that weird? Is that a weird assumption to me? Did he indicate something of that in the call? He just said no. Asian, right? Asian, yeah. Oh, 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 I see. Okay. I sure. don't know. Let's assume that so that it's not just. I feel like there's so many details missing. Yeah. <laughs> well, there always the are. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we've, we've berated these people into leaving only 60 second voicemails. So Although that, Homeboy yeah. went a little long. Well, they can't often give us the full picture. They so we have to faster. extrapolate. Yeah. Um, so can you call someone who's black Mr. Black Man? <laughs> Was he like, yo, Mr. Black Man? <laughs> like me. Actually, that sounds kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, right? That's not racist. <laughs> uh, how old is this kid, do you say? He sounded young. Yeah. He said high school-ish. Did maybe? he say high school or middle school? I don't know. We're not going to listen back. Duh, we never do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's something about like young kids, the way they refer to an educator that... Sure. <laughs> I don't know. It's often wow, rough. Wow, you guys have a lot of respect for 
I've been there. Have you been? And that's yeah. In, yeah. In, oh. in the Chicago school system. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah, but it was like theater, you know, theater, what is it? Uh, I did the same thing. I did after school whatever. matters. Exactly. I did, did one of those. No, I did something through Looking Glass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're go, like a teaching artist. Exactly. And you, and you come mm-hmm. in and you work with these kids who really don't give a fuck, but they're like, oh, this is a free opportunity <laughs> to just kind of fuck yeah. around, right? You're really just giving that teacher a one-hour break. Yeah. And yeah, and then hilarious. did they have fun names for you too? Mr. Brown Man? No. <laughs> um, no. I mean, there was just a lack of respect in general. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but I was like, it's okay. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Do you guys think it's racist? I I think it's a kid. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, so I will dunk on the kid. Yeah, then. Dunk yeah on of course. Kid. It's racist. Um, I, I think that there's probably some version of... It's not great. Well, well, yeah, I, I think it's like not great that I'm going to guess this kid just sees this person as black <laughs> only. Sure. And that's the salient thing. My actually more like, like uh question would be a little bit or like extrapolating a little bit. Um, how do you guys feel about this? Like thing of like, and that's what sort of why I was leaning on the English not as a first language thing mm-hmm. of like where where do you kind of lean on the like when to correct someone in a situation like that where you're like mm. ah, it's probably not great for you to go through life doing this <laughs> um, but I don't want to be too mean mm. but also I don't want to give you an excuse you like like be too nice just in case you are being racist? I don't know. I feel like I think this is an opportunity if you're in that situation to be like, hey, why do you think it's okay to say that to me? Yeah, like why are ask. You, why are you, why do you think this is all right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to really be, you know, educational and have a dialectic conversation with this child. Like turn the chair around backwards. Yeah, exactly. Like, let's rap right? a little bit. Yeah, yeah, let's you and me rap, yeah. son. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose you could just ask or see what he has to say about it. I mean, it's tricky, but my wife, for example, would say, you know, you have to find out why he... Mm-hmm. Feels like it's okay to say this. Yeah. yeah. She works with adolescents and she's a therapist. So she, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she would say that, but maybe <laughs> I just, I, I'm like trying to picture like the what ha- actually went down when he said this, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, is this kid pissed off? And also, is this the only black teacher in the school? That's a great Because if he's the only black teacher, then maybe there's <laughs> then something there's going issue. on, right? Hey, solo black man. Yeah. Like, also, yeah. it does sound like, I mean, this man who's called in is an educator. So maybe it is a little bit more his job to course correct this kid to be yeah. like, Hey man, I know you don't mean anything, but like you can't go around the world talking like this. Yeah, maybe that's more his job, and maybe I'm just more like, eh, I don't do just this let job. It go. <laughs> let it go. Let that kid yell that at all people. Or maybe it's your opportunity to just be like, the "Fuck, did you say?" Yeah, yeah. that's you know what, what I'm mean? talking about. Like, just be like, "Oh, yeah. you want to fuck with the black man?" And you know what right? I mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, get real hard on them. Yeah, I like. Not that. enough teachers say to kids, "The fuck you just say." <laughs> I think that we need to bring that back into the education system. Yeah. I one time, when I was in one of those like teaching artist jobs, I one time accidentally called a kid Joe, this black kid. Another kid in the class was named Joe. And I mistakenly, I was like, "Uh, Joe, right? Because I would see him once every three weeks Uh, or something. And he goes, yeah, 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 sure, Joe, 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 Joe. And I was like, oh, okay. And then the rest of the class, everyone kept being like, Joe, 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 and like clearly like razzing me for calling him Joe. And I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't realize it wasn't your name. And he goes, Man, girl, it's Chicago. Everybody's Joe. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, that's very astute, actually. Yeah. Like, everybody is kind of Joe in Chicago. That's very true. <laughs> he a smart little Joe. man. Every time I saw him, he was like, what's up? It's me, Joe. Oh. There was also a kid that everyone in that class just named Tree because he was like seven tall. feet tall. Yeah. And they just called I had him that Tree. too. And I'm not seven feet tall, but I'm tallish. And yeah. That's a very common nickname. Is that a common nickname? I believe so. Just You're pretty tall yourself. Don't we call you Tree? No, but one. <sighs> One time, no one more. called you tree. Yeah. No, I what? didn't get tree. You know what I did get one time in seventh grade? I was wa- walking across the quad, this long trek, and this kid just goes, "Hey, you waiting for a rain?" And I was like, "What?" He's like, "You waiting for a rain?" I was like, "I don't understand." He's like, "Come over here." I cross the quad. Everyone's staring at me. I walk up to him, and he goes, "Are you waiting for a rain?" And I was like, "No." And he points at my pants that were too short, and goes, "Why are you flooding then?" Oh. And I was like, "That was a good burn." I'm Damn. so yeah. mad. You walk all the way over there. You really built it up. I really yeah. had to walk in front of a lot of people, and that's when I became a comedian. Yeah, nice. you learned about timing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So are we saying the kid was racist? I don't know. Are we saying the kid was racist? Yes. 
I'm going to go with, for the sake of argument, yeah. No, I don't know. I think the kid's probably fine, but I think... Let me say, you know what, man? If it was a white kid, that shit's racist. Yeah. Right? (laughs) And maybe this is me being too hard on Asian people, but I'm like always just like, you can't give those little shits a fucking inch. (laughs) (laughs) They will turn turn anti-black. Yeah, it's true. Look, even black people can turn anti-black. It's not an affliction relegated to your community. I just think, (laughs) I think it's Chicago, everybody's a Joe now and then. All right. And I, yeah, we'll go with... Yes. The fuck you just say? <laughs> the fuck you just call me? Mm-hmm. Come here. You crying? That's yeah. what you should do. Just yeah. ask him why he's crying. Just scream at a child and get fired. Be the only yeah. black man in a school screaming <laughs> at a child. And then get fired and yeah. Yeah, then you won't be any black man in the school. Right. Yeah. You'll have to think of a new joke. Um, really quickly, <laughs> okay. for, for a previous uh, guest of the show, Edgar Blackman, whose last name is Blackman. But yeah. M-O-N, right? M-O-N, yeah. 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 We uh, worked at Second City together and a lot of times we could hear the audience when they would read people's names in the program <laughs> before the show, people would be like, that's that's not his real name, is it? Like, they thought it was a joke name for comedy joke's sake. I mean, it would be interesting, though, if he decided to do that. Like, if it wasn't actually his real name. But, like, when does the punchline happen? (laughs) Yo, I knew a guy whose real name, last name was Wildman. Ooh. And he didn't say Wildman. He said Wildman. Wildman. Yeah. I'm a wild man. I like that. Yeah. He wasn't particularly wild. No. But he was actually very, like, kind of... Yeah, you got to be chill if you're yeah. named Marty Wildman. Yeah, I mean he was nuts. Don't get me wrong. He just yeah. wasn't like wild. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> nuts in a different way. Yeah. Love it. Should we do another voicemail? Want to fire this motherfucker off? Yeah. Sure. Hi. So my name is Grace, and I'm a housekeeper at a resort. So fairly recently, a woman answered the door to one of the suites. I knocked on it. Said housekeeping. She answers. Doesn't look up yet but says, hola, and then starts to say something in Spanish, looks up, sees me, super ginger, pale white girl, and then immediately just looks mortified and says to come back later and shuts the door. So <laughs> what What should I do in that situation? Because I just walked away. Thank you. Um, Thank you for your call, Grace. Um, <laughs> yeah, what do you do? Speak Spanish back. Yeah, Just be I like guess. I guess we're doing this weird thing. <laughs> yeah, you have to no. unpack why you started this. <laughs> this, is, this one's on you. Yeah. Well, just say por qué. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> just start in. It is funny There's how a chance the caller just figured it out on her own. Mm-hmm. Well, she just walked away. That's all you can do, right? Do? Especially if they shut the door. Yeah. That, to stand there. That woman said, "Come back later." Um, it is wild how people in this country always assume that cleaning staff is Latinx when yeah, right. they're just people with jobs <laughs> of of all colors. Right. Yeah. Have you ever been surprised like like perhaps this woman was to answer the door and or something where you were expecting just to be completely real? Like I'm going to be honest with you, when I see a white gardener, I'm like, "Oh my god." White gardener. Mm-hmm. Mm, sure. And that's fucked up. Yeah. But yeah. But you yeah. it's Los it. Angeles. It's Southern California. The vast majority of gardeners you'll see will be what appear to be, you know, Latinx. And, and when you see a white one, you're like, what? Yeah. yeah. That's That has been my reaction, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something like that. I, mean, I think I've, those reactions are very natural. Right. It is the next step that is <laughs> yeah. critical. The yeah. difference between you and that woman is that you didn't then uh, say anything or speak to them in a perceived uh, language. I didn't look at the white guy and be like, is everything okay? Yeah. Why are you, why are you white, yeah. sir? What, what happened? Do you yeah. need help? Is someone holding you here? Yeah. Well, I think that is a little bit the, the crux of the question, which is, is that like next step? Which is like, I think a lot of people feel such immense guilt about thinking the racist thing Mm. or like reflexively thinking the racist thing and then don't deal with it well. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Like rather than just going, fuck my brain is fucked up because this fucked up place we live in my bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just, not that this was such a bad interaction, of course. No, but like, I think it would be very easy for that woman who started speaking Spanish to just go like, wow, I can't believe I did that. Um, Please, can you please come back later? I yeah. feel embarrassed. <laughs> or like, yeah. But that happens though. Those sorts of 
white people who just automatically assume something, right? I think yeah. that's, mm-hmm. I think that's a, the yeah. fact that that happened is, I'm sure, fairly common. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. I kind of, you know, I mean, I'm sure everyone assumes that anybody who works in a 7-Eleven is going to be Indian or Pakistani yeah. as well, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or And yeah. if they aren't, then you're like, oh, you know what I mean? I, what are you doing yeah, here? Right. I think there's a little bit of like, I it, it is that kind of like, like low-level racist joke like the person who finds that so funny or the fact that they made the observation mm. right that someone bucked their like idea of what how the world should be i think there's a little bit of that that is is kind of the moment where you're like this is where you're a bad person mm-hmm. <laughs> i guess there's lots of moments where people are bad people yeah um let's find them all oh yeah we are another voicemail <laughs> sure. we're gonna do this one Hi, Tawny, Andrew, and honored guest. My apologies that this will be a little longer than a minute. It's complicated. I'm a white mom of six black kids. Uh, The best friend of my 14-year-old son is our neighbor, who is a Chinese-American boy and whose parents immigrated here a long time ago. He's a sweet kid who we thoroughly enjoy. His mom was over at our house one evening and was complaining about the recent school boundary change, which switched both of our kids from a more affluent white and Asian high school to a marginally lower income and slightly more brown high school. Our daughter has been happy with the switch to the new high school and thankfully has black friends now. Our neighbor, however, said that she didn't want her kid going to the new school because it is a lower performing school. I asked her why she thought that. She said, because Mexicans are lazy and don't care about school. I told her that isn't true, and our daughter has been very happy and challenged there, but of course our daughter is black, and I figure if she holds racist stereotypes about one group, she holds them about others, and may not be swayed by an argument that a black student is actually happy there. Mm. My question is, how can I, as a white woman, talk with my Chinese-American neighbor about her racist beliefs about Mexicans and likely others <laughs> without pulling white woman bullshit. <laughs> I love the show. Thank you for normalizing <laughs> conversations about racist bullshit. I mean, this, Yo, props to this white this woman, not man. not that normal. Yeah. Yeah. self-reflexive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right? we, got good, we got good people to listen. That, uh, wow. that was a real roller coaster. I will just say to the callers, <laughs> don't don't you don't have to say it's going to be long? No, <laughs> it I liked adds it. Time. I liked oh, really? that they okay. preempted so that we didn't start dunking on her oh. when it went long. It yeah. made me listen so that I wouldn't lose detail. That's true. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, like, oh, I better pay attention now. All right, okay, callers, pick which one of us you side with. <laughs> yeah, um, one of us will be mad. Um, <laughs> you can't win. No, this was great. I uh, yeah. What, what do you think? How does she approach this? Let me say the first thing I thought before because I didn't listen to these ahead of time before the woman came out with the actual racist thing about Mexicans. Yeah. I was like, is there a chance that the school, she has some fucking statistics and kids don't go to college from there or whatever. Is there a fact that she's trying to back up her racism with facts? Like that she was going to say, well, it is an underperforming school. And I'm I'm sure sometimes people hide behind that. I'm sure it is. In terms of like test scores and but things. But she didn't even try that angle. Well, sure, she yeah. just said she just Mexicans said are lazy. lazy. Did yeah. she actually, did she, she said that she, that woman said that? Well, so, it is all hearsay in a court of law. Right. But <laughs> of course, you can't, you can't prosecute us. But your caller said she said yes. Yeah. yeah. Presented as a I mean, direct that quote. That shit is racist. Yeah. Hardcore. <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs> um, I guess to me, and this is maybe ground I tread too often, um, because I have a lot of pretty terrible Asian people in my own family. There's definitely an Asian theme tonight. Yeah. Well, welcome to the show. <laughs> uh, not too bad. Not. It's not just you. I think people also call in because they know that Andrew has a unique perspective right. on hating on Asian people. <laughs> right. No, no. People? Do you only hate on East Asian people or my? Asian oh, of course well? I only hate on. I'm right. I'm woke. Right. right. No. Oh <laughs> uh, no, specifically, but it is like the East Asian people yeah. who are like so adjacent to whiteness mm. that they. Right. I was listening to your Andrew Yang stuff. Oh shit! Sorry, dog. No, it's very interesting. <laughs> I feel, I feel that way. <laughs> I really, yeah. it, it, I feel that way. I'm he too, says meekly. I'm just too passionate because, about that because stuff. Because when that guy first showed up, I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. Universal, basic Same. universal yeah. income or whatever it is. And that's how it, where it started and ended for me. And then yeah. later on, I started hearing people talking about all this, uh, 
yeah. you know, white nationalism stuff. Yeah. Anyway. It's, it's not a great look. <laughs> no, I. but I, I think, uh, like... Well, I mean, two. We have two paths we could go on. One is, which is that, like, I definitely hold my own community to probably too high of a standard. Like, I'm much more annoyed when uh, Asian people are bigots for whatever reason. East, East right. Asian people, Chinese people, whatever. Right. Like, I'm just like, the fuck is wrong with you? In a way that I probably don't hold other communities to. Which Do probably you mean other ethnic minority communities. Or yeah. Right? Yeah, not white people. Sorry, yeah. you got to hold white people. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but but you know what I mean. Like where I, I'm like, I I wonder if that is a problem of my own. Feels like it is. Well, all you can do is keep an eye on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not authorized to say whether it's a problem or not, but I do think you have you have uh, unique experiences within your own community that makes you yeah. feel uh like you need to. Yeah, maybe that's it. I think I over-index for because I'm I'm I grew up in the Midwest and so right. it's just like, you know, I just feel like there's so many fucking Chinese people from the yeah. Midwest who are just pure scum. And I'm right. like, what? Well, actually, this could segue into something I wanted to ask you anyway, this one, is that so this show is so American because we live here and we the two of us have only ever lived here. Pure right? bozos. Yeah. So in terms of, I can't remember if she said her neighbor was an immigrant or was born in. I'm going to just for Chinese the sake American. of argument say yeah. Mm. So, is there something to if the if this woman is not? Um, it's, it's more interesting if she's an immigrant. So let's just have that's that true. Discussion. So, if this woman is an immigrant, does that right. change? Because you're someone who didn't grow up your whole life in no. the United States. No, not at all. So, do you change your uh, racism barometer mm. for people from other countries? Uh, that's a complex question. Yeah. Um, look, I think I was going to say at first what's really interesting about this woman's situation is that, you know, she's white and that woman is an ethnic minority. And mm -hmm. so she says, how do I talk about this? Cause oh, if sure. Was, yeah. Because if it was two white people, I would say, you know, this is a great fucking opportunity for you to actually mm -hmm. pick up the ball and mm -hmm. you do the talking as opposed to having the angry brown person, quote unquote, doing the talking, you know. And mm -hmm. it's the same thing when people talk about, look, I'll, I'll give you, I'm a very big football soccer fan, right? Mm -hmm. And and um, people in places like Italy, for example, oh, yeah. they're, you know, they'll make monkey noises at the black players, throw bananas at them and stuff like that. And so then what happens is everyone's like, well, what are the players going to do? Sh should the black player walk off the yeah. field or should he <laughs> just, and they say, no, you should suck it up and like really answer them with his, with his, his skills his and skill, score a goal yeah. and this and that. Right. And I always say, I'm like, no, why don't the white fucking players yeah. on the team Take the onus. The, the captain's usually a white guy as well. Why don't they say, you know what? Because he's going through this and we'll never have to go through this, yeah. we should fucking do something about it. We should make a move and say, we're not going to play anymore. We're all walking off the field. Because then the burden of responsibility doesn't land on the victim in this case. Yeah. But in the case of this caller, she's talking to an, a person of color about yeah. this sort of thing. And so I think there is a complexity there because at some point she'll become basically a preachy white woman yeah. in some mm -hmm. ways, right? Like, yeah. what the fuck do you know to be telling me all this? kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. In terms of your question about, <clears throat> I think there are different forms of racism. And I do think that, look, I, I grew up most of my life in Africa, in Southern and Eastern Africa. And I think there is a perspective that exists abroad about Americans and American racism and imperialism and the way America treats people from other countries that makes me understand people who've come from abroad in a way that I'm like, they're dealing with Americans and their sort of superiority complex over foreigners, mm -hmm. right? And then also at the same time, there are an, a set of people who immigrate to this, to this country who are desperately trying to ascend to a position where they can be viewed a particular way, yeah. right? Whiteness. White, they can be white. 100%, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. um, they are, you know, they're South Asian people, for example, Pakistanis and Indians who consider themselves white, yeah. you know, who who are, I'm not like the black people who are rioting yeah. against this or that or the Charlottesville stuff. I'm, I see myself as white. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and you could tell them over and over that, yo, but the white people don't see you as white. So no yeah. matter how much you try to. When push comes to shove, yeah. Yeah, you're not yeah. on yeah. the right side of that show. Yeah, when push comes to shove, they, yeah, they will shove you. They will yeah. shove. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so I, I try to sometimes be a bit more 
open. But since I am an immigrant myself, I yeah. feel like I have the right to then call them on their mm. racism. Right, right. Sure. We're both immigrants. We both come to this country in, in whatever capacity it was, different or the yeah. same or similar. But I can have that. So for, but for your caller, it's really- It's really tough. Yeah. yeah. There's a part yeah. of me, I mean, this is the a bad example, but it's still sometimes I worry that like, even like like- I, I sometimes wonder, like, like the taboo of some, not taboo, the racism of something like blackface, right? Yeah. Which in Europe, I think specifically, yes. is less of a taboo for sure. Like, it's, sure. it's, it is still racist, but it's not seen as it, and, or in Asia, for sure. You, like, you mm-hmm. see it from time to time, and um, time to time, probably all the time. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but there's a part of me that's like, that anger and expecting people to know the history of minstrelsy is also imperialism. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Correct. Where you're like, yeah. I'm mad at this and expecting you to be mad at it is one of the kind of bad things that America does. Right. Yeah. But like blackface and like, for example, the same sort of thing you can find in British culture, the idea of gollywogs, you know, these, yeah. you know, tar-like black things with big, that whole that whole imagery is not something that's entirely only American. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in certain places and parts of Europe, I think people should have a fucking understanding of oh, why, yeah. why that's bullshit. However, you could go to Holland and see, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. they have some Christmas character or yeah. something where everyone dresses up in blackface yeah. and they're like, what's the, big, yeah, what the yeah. F- what's the big fucking deal? Yeah, <laughs> It's weird, but yeah, you're right. In some ways, what can you really say? That's their thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it's so person by person what kind of Well, or then it's like to. going back to like, hey, well, guess what? Like- in the Netherlands, black people aren't treated that great. So <laughs> right, you know what? Not, like yeah. you, you have a uh, whatever you want to like hill the Dutch want to die on as far as right. you know blackface goes. Like yeah. the underlying problem is still there. Right, and this and there's this weird thing again coming back to soccer and football. There's yeah. there's there's a, a player Antoine Griezmann. He's French, and he recently dressed up as I think. LeBron James or something, yeah. but he like put on full blackface and had like the basketball jersey on. And for him, it was like I'm paying homage to this guy. Like I, he, I'm a big fan of his, so I want to dress up like him. Yeah, and just completely unaware. And you know, France is not like this super white place. No, no, it's yeah, full it's of fucking diverse. immigrants yeah. from all over West Africa, I Northern Africa. Do you know what I mean? Love France for that reason. Yeah, yeah. It feels like black people. <laughs> it yeah. really feels like black people, Paris. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, but uh, France is the kind of place that if you're um, an immigrant and you're doing really well for them, then you're French. Sure. Well, if you're not doing say, well, yeah. then you're a fucking yeah. Senegalese guy who's yeah, like... you're Tunisian you know, as fuck. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> that was, yeah, speaking of even soccer, right? That yeah. was like, uh, I think Zidane was just like, I was I was Algerian yeah. until I was French. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. That shit is, it, it is a little remarkable. That's where you really see the colonialism hit on of that course. soccer team where you're like... Yeah. <laughs> the French team is remarkable because when they were in the World Cup, the entire team was made up of men who were from, whose heritage came from different African countries, right? Mm-hmm. And so everyone just said, if they win this, they're going to be French as fuck. Yeah. Right? yeah. But if they lose, it's a bunch of Africans, right? Yeah. None of them look French to me. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They don't represent so, us. It's that like con- really, really conditional shit where you're like, this is still racism, but yeah. But then you, the, I'm sure as the players, you tell yourself this is how you win acceptance in the society, yeah, and maybe yeah. that's also true. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, there was this Italian kid, Moise Keen. Yeah, and he's like 18, black kid. Yeah, young. His parents like Ghanaian or something, right? And he plays for the Italian national team. He's playing a game, and like he scored a goal, and they were making monkey noises. So he like stood up to him. He made like a gesture or something. Yeah. And then his teammates blamed him. They're yeah. like, he shouldn't have done that. Yeah, yeah right. He I'm should like, have just took it. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. You know? God, that's wild to have somebody like respond to racism and have people be like, you should have had you're, more but class. But your teammates. Yeah. Literally, the people on your team being like, ah, oh, you shouldn't have. You yeah. should have let that. them. You should have let them make the monkey noises. Yeah, Ugh. they were making them to me, but yeah. you should have let it happen. Right. But yes, in terms of your collar. <laughs> No, I think this is, uh, this is the best. I love how far this is good. Uh, we, we managed to have a good conversation. Yeah. And I'm going to admit, I fully forgot 
the caller. Okay, well, the then question. I'll say the thing that I mean, this isn't like a real great slam dunk answer, but it's just a thing I always fall back on, which is just like questioning their shitty racist logic yeah. is usually a way where you can kind of entrap racists to at least get frustrated enough to stop talking about it and maybe they'll go home and think about it later. So if you're just like, why exactly do you think Mexicans are lazy? What evidence do you have of this? Is what right. what what examples can you cite? And yeah. just twisting the them up in their own The problem is nowadays everyone can come up with their own examples. Yeah, statistics are. <laughs> I think they run out pretty quick. Yeah. I don't know. I watch my husband do this a lot with a lot of people. He's a very bold white man who will just sit there and be like, what exactly is uh, the point of what you said and why do you think that? Yeah, and people right. will... They run out of shit fast. Just, but that's great because he has that privilege to have that conversation. Yes, and he yeah. uses So your it. caller has that privilege as yeah. well. Yeah. She has, regardless of how she might be feeling in that situation, as the white person, mm -hmm. she has level of status over her neighbor. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure her neighbor, if especially if her neighbor's immigrant, is yeah. aware of that fucked yeah. up status. So, I, you know, as much as the neighbor said some fucked up bullshit, I also feel for her in a way because... There is, again, this thing of being an immigrant or being a foreigner and wanting to figure out your place, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of people do it in, like, a fucked up way. Yeah, you, know I mean? you try to align with power by shitting on someone lower. Yeah, So you exactly. try to go, like, right? We all hate those Mexican yeah. people, right? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are some... Yeah. Brown people who are just like lost causes. Like, are you, do you guys know Dinesh D'Souza? Oh, yeah, yeah. That guy is Indian. But yeah. he is like the worst. I mean, he he is almost as ever. bad as it gets. Yeah, because yeah, he he's like a kind of just racist propagand or white supremacist propagandist. Yes, mm -hmm. that is like it's really. I mean, it is truly. We live in a time where I mean, yeah, plenty of fucking East Asian people like that. Where I'm just right. like, what is this? What is it like? To yeah. do that. What is this Who's that you? black woman, the young one? Candace, Candace Owens, probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what is that all about? And we talked <laughs> on a previous episode about how there are a lot of black and brown people like her and with ideologies like hers or worse. And the fact that we've chosen to focus on her feels weird because it does feel like there, there is an element of sexism to it that's like, well, oh, why yeah. are we sure, focusing yeah. so yeah. hard on this young able-bodied <laughs> woman you know this like kind right. of pretty faced woman like but she, she seems like puts herself out there a hundred percent yes yes i'm just i'm just like do I we saw, go this hard wasn't against she on, like some black men forum that do that? where it was her and ti uh, and like I'm charlemagne sure. or something like that you know oh that feels <laughs> right that sounds like i'm just gonna tell you that feels 100 percent correct <laughs> that feels like an absolute oh, fever dream of 2020 that is why <laughs> the internet yeah. is the worst the fact that that you you saw that I, I'm sure have saw it at some yeah. point and it definitely exists. People know about yeah. it. No one, I think maybe that's it. Yeah. Because of the internet, like conversations like that, which happen, but are fringe mm -hmm. yeah. are amplified so loud because of like, Oh, isn't this not what you'd expect? Right. Yeah. God, what a fucking horror show. Um, Let's end with something positive. Wait, I had a question for you guys. Oh, yeah, please, yeah. If something is racist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So I went, I went back in Chicago. I was doing a play at the time, and one of my castmates was a white guy. And most of them were. Yeah. <laughs> in Chicago? <laughs> yeah. And super nice guy, though. I'm just also say castmates? Yeah. <laughs> you could roll the dice, yeah. probably white. Yeah. <laughs> right? But a really nice guy, liberal guy, you know, white dude, just fine. Just like a white guy. And uh, and he, one day, we were out at a bar after a show, and I don't know how we got this, but we started talking about women, and then he mentioned his wife, and he said, yeah, you know, basically, my I, he's like, I know what, what's up, because my wife is like every black guy's dream, basically. Oh, God. So he said that to me, and I remember just not knowing what exactly to say in that moment, and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know, and then I saw his wife, and I was like, oh, his wife's got like a bigger butt. Than mm -hmm. your average white woman. Uh -huh. She's a bit curvy mm -hmm. and she's blonde. Mm -hmm. And so for him, he was like, I mean, this is what every black guy <laughs> wants. I just oh, fell asleep no. while driving. I'm so sorry. I ran myself off the road. Oh, God. Um, yeah. So what would you have done in that situation? I remember I was like five or six drinks in. Sure. Yeah. I could have like gone yeah. militant Usman. But I think you, know. you just got to change the subject. <laughs> Here's a question. Did he like outrank you in the show? No. 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 Then oh. you're in a good However, spot. However, super friendly with the director. She See, loved him. The yeah. politics of theater are wild. Yeah. So... I <sighs> 
I don't know. I guess I would do my age old thing is just make him explain his bullshit comment. What do you mean? And tell he, what yeah, do you mean? what do you mean? Can you describe exactly what you think? <laughs> Which black men specifically and why do they like bigger yeah. butts? Do you yeah. have a scientific evidence? You know, and just twist them up until they realize that they're being shitty. Yeah. But well, you could, I mean, even, but he also said it to me and like, I'm gonna confide with you because yeah. you're not black. Yeah, uh, you're down. Yeah. So do, you, yeah. do you feel like um, uh, as as like um, and I'm mean, trying to think like because I don't get it as much. I was gonna say like as as an Asian person or someone who's perceived as yeah. like friendly to white folks. I guess I do get it sometimes that like people open up to you with bullshit like that. Like white people open up to you with bullshit like that mm. more often. I think if they don't know me at all. Yeah. Yes. If they have even a slight awareness of who I am. Yeah. They're like, I'm not fucking talking to like, them. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're very clear about who you are and what you will not stand for. Yeah. <laughs> even if anyone just follows you on Twitter, speaking of everyone should follow this one on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah I, I think people would know better than to come yes, some wildness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. And, uh, you know, I end up oftentimes being far more black adjacent than in yeah. most people's minds. Sure, and The sure. minds of black people as well. Yeah. Uh, than white adjacent. Sure. It's sure. a different thing. But I do think that's true because as an East Asian man, I do think yeah. oftentimes people feel like they can align, yeah, white people yeah, feel yeah. like they can align with you more. I think right? that's, that's mm-hmm. I think the, the litmus test is the fact that like, if they don't know me, I think white people are more apt to be like anti-black and brown into my face, right. assuming. Because I think the working assumption is this dude's on board with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most troubling part right. about my community is probably, you know, pro- you know, just statistics only. Yeah. That is a good guess. Yeah. yeah. I think what's really interesting about that for me is as I'm ethnically... Who knows? But I'm Pakistan, my parents are Pakistani by nationality. However, that means my mother is probably from India, What's what used to be India. Mm-hmm. My father's from that. He's Punjabi from that area. So literally, I'm more Indian than pretty much anything else. Sure. However, most people assume I'm Middle Eastern, right? So they mm-hmm. assume I'm either Arab or mm-hmm. Afghani or Iranian. And I think because those people, people are seen by white people as hostile. Yeah. Mm. So they assume that I, they cannot have those, that, that I'm not on their side. I mm-hmm. think if they knew that I was more Indian, I do feel like they would feel more yeah. inclined to cozy up to me. Yeah. Sure. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. it's about where you lie. The perception. Of yeah, it. you yeah. know, where you lie in, in the, uh, how you're viewed, yeah. what the gaze is towards you, yeah. right? So if they think you're Middle Eastern, it's like, oh shit, this is like Soleimani, right? Yeah. Here. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it is like the perception of hostility that they've layered on whatever culture they they. Or not just the perception are. of hostility, the hostility they have towards you. Yeah, oh, right? I guess I meant that's that, exactly yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I meant it the other way, I guess, like their perception of your hostility. I mean, look, it's probably both. (laughs) Everyone's wrong. Yeah, we're all trash. Everyone's wrong. You're a teddy bear. No, thanks. Yeah, Usman, thanks so much for coming, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks Thanks for chatting. This is long overdue. I've been meaning to have you come in for a long time. So thank you for being in this state and country right now to w- not not working off somewhere far away yeah what a change it's been a, such a lovely change to actually spend time in Los Angeles do people ever say that I am saying that well we can say it now <laughs> yeah. um, where can people find you or follow you or read you or watch you tell them all the things all my things I mean I'm on Twitter but I'm not very prolific on Twitter. Oh, maybe um, you're just in my algorithm because we know each other, so I see your tweets. Possibly. I mean, I just retweeted. Maybe, maybe it's because I've retweeted you so many times. Oh, maybe. No, nice. you're welcome. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's Adusman Ali, and same thing for Instagram, Adusman Ali. If you want to see pictures of my dogs. Hell Very yeah. Very good dogs. Um, Very good yeah, dogs. Yeah, if you want to do that. Uh, and I'm on right now on a show called 68 Whiskey, which is on Paramount Network. And that's, I think, a pretty interesting show about war veterans who are medics. It's kind of like MASH. Awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, speaking of shows that are trying really hard to have good ethnic representation, you know, mm-hmm. I play a British Pakistani surgeon who kind of has worked incredibly hard to get where he is and overcome racism within their military ranks in, in, in Britain. So I think just characters like that existing are really yeah. great. And the fact yeah. that they're, you know, writers of color working on the show is also really fucking great. That's so, awesome. That's a so win-win. Check win. it out. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, cool. And see him on all the other things. Um, yeah. Again, such great work on, on Becoming a God. It jumped to my favorite list yeah anyway, it's so good it's so it? good awesome well this was fun thanks oh, guys thanks thank you for coming at a weird all time right. of night oh it's all good bye-bye, bye-bye. <laughs> and andrew and producer alex are lost 
Are we? We don't know what to. I don't know how to wrap up the show without Tawny. <laughs> I think she would say something like, um, "Oh, oh, well, what a great interview." <laughs> Oh, now we're doing Tawny impressions. Did, did, did that was like a Tawny impression. Fucked up, dog. I'm so sorry. I'll see myself out. Um, yeah, but uh, uh, thank to Usman for thanks to Usman for being here. Um, that was fucking great. Uh, what else happens? I think really just go to just follow Trondy Newman. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only important thing. At Trondy Newman. Trondy Newman. Uh, a Kleiner. Yep. For. Uh, Producer Ali. Yeah, if you have any podcast producing needs or need to get in touch with me regarding this, <laughs> just shout, just general shout out. Uh, Yo, is this racist? My, my Andrew T. Andrew T. With the T I. Uh, podswag.com slash yo. Buy the water bottle. Mm-hmm. Only buy the water bottle. Only the water bottle is available for sale as well as other things. A bunch of other. We stuff. would prefer you buy the water bottle. I guess. I guess the water bottle just is the sweet spot of shit that isn't gonna start some sort of fight they're so in right now everyone needs a water bottle you know what drink water drink water or take the water bottle melt it down to its component um i guess aluminum or whatever mm-hmm. just for the coming the coming wars Minutes. yeah hoard it yeah hoard aluminum yeah just get them get them water bottles um oh three two three three eight nine seven two two three that's three two three three eight nine race uh for your questions people sometimes say i say that too fast but I don't. It's also on every episode description. So three two three three eight nine seven two two three. That's three two three three eight nine R A C E. That's how you spell it. Um, yeah, that's fucking it. Happy day after Super, super Wednesday. Wednesday. Super Wednesday. Super duper. Wednesday. Have a super week, everyone. Bye. Podswag has all the podcast paraphernalia you could ever hope for, like t-shirts, pins, bags, hats, candles, and special holiday collections. This holiday season, give the gift of Podswag by shopping their Black Friday sale. You can get 40% off from Friday, November 29th through Sunday, December 1st. Just go to podswag.com and use the code Black Friday for 40% off the majority of items. That's podswag.com, offer code Black Friday.